Record. I miss you Craig. Know you know what's kind of fucked these days? Like, so I have a globeandmill.com account. Subscription. I don't know. Every now and then, like, I get the ad for, yo, this is a dollar. So I'm like, yeah, I want to read what's on it. It's behind a paywall, a dollar. I'm going to support journalism. One dollar can't go wrong. And then they jack it up next month for 30 bucks, right? Why just get the Apple Plus and you get it all included? Well, I'm an Android guy, so that's problematic. But here's the problem is <laughs> I think they know this well. The only way to cancel it is to phone them during that 9 to 5 time to cancel your no. account. You can't cancel. No. And it's been several months now that I've been running this Global Mail account because I always forget the 9 to 5 times. And my wife, I read visas like, dude, you're still paying for Globe and Mail. I'm like, yeah, I haven't even. Then I feel obligated to go to Globe and Mail after I read that, that I'm still paying for it to read an article. I'm like, oh, I have nothing here to interest me anymore. And yeah, so Globe and Mail, I've basically paid some journalist salary for several months because I can't call to cancel. My gym pass is the same thing. That's, gym. that's a good gym, yeah. <laughs> Gym's just as bad. Gym's almost like six years in. I haven't really but been. The but gym's they, the best. You got to come in and talk to our manager. I'm like, I'm just going to cancel my credit card. They're like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> they make me the write a letter to their head office in LA <laughs> to cancel. That's I'm like, man, totally I don't got no stamp. This is. This... Next time, just report them as fraud, man. They'll stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but then now something like, yeah, uh, maybe I need to keep my. Maybe this is a sign from God that I should have my gym pass and I should go to the gym. And then. Robbie like... also used to run huge bar tabs on our nights out and then cancel his credit card the next day. How do you think I've heard all those scripts, bro? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I actually saw this thing, which kind of threw me off. It was like one of these rich guys doing like one of those TED Talks on Instagram that someone clipped. He's like, the worst thing to ever have been created is the debit card. And I told my kids and every one of my child, yeah, I took yeah. their debit cards away because everything Use should credit. be done on your credit because yeah. that's their money. Well, my money stays in my bank account collecting interest. And I'm like, that's dope, except when you mispay your credit card and now you're paying 20% more on everything like I do every now and then, it drives <laughs> me insane. So I don't know if that's the type of advice you want to give people because that goes almost contrary to the use cash for everything and never hold debt advice. So, sir, yeah. which one of you rich people are telling the truth? Um, <laughs> he probably works for the credit cards. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's one of those pieces of advice where, like, the guy says it so convincingly, then some whack-ass financial agent hears it, and he starts telling his clients that, and all of a sudden they're racking bills because they're spending more on their credit card because they're responsible uh, with their money. I think recently, all, yeah, I think all these financial real estate guys are... Taking a seat back right now because nothing's making sense. So yeah, I mean that happens with crypto guys. Two years, yep. like six months ago, every fucking this is when I know shit was maxed out, and I was telling everyone to get out. I saw like the ram most random foot do on my Twitter account, being like, "Yo, I just released a video explaining NFTs." I'm like, "Brother, what the fuck are you doing in life that you're trying to become an NFT influencer now, right?" And it's just like some random bloke from the UK doing it. I'm like. Bruh, this is the time you know the market's like hit a peak when you get these random guys jumping in, you gotta get out. And then I feel like real estate hit that mark point. If you like really look at real estate videos and you saw the guys really like hamming it with real estate advice on how to be a millionaire, that kind of sparked the top for us there too. 
Like February probably had like the most real estate advice videos coming out. And now I'm seeing a guy that I know has no, like he's not an economist. He most likely did. I know he didn't go to like college for like a business type diploma or program. He did like the WFG uh, introduction to home oh, economics, uh, finance program. And now he's on Instagram <laughs> releasing reels, like advertising. Things. I'm like taking shots. I'm just saying, man. The top in crypto, it's always been known. They're like, yo, find a fudu. And when he starts giving advice, that's when, like, when he's saying mm. sell, that's when you buy. When he's saying buy, that's when he starts selling. Um, and I feel like across all markets that, like, just totally am, we saw, I saw that in real estate. I yes. saw that in crypto NFTs again. I saw that. And now I'm kind of, I don't know if, like, what do you call financial planners? I also saw, like, it in stocks a little bit because I saw the most random guys. Like just in one of some of my gaming discords, started saying, "Hey boys, now's the time to buy." I'm like, uh, "Time for me to figure out what you're suggesting and do the opposite." I think I think I know, the- I know a lot of guys who like opened up their own like Discord, paid Discord chats for wow. stocks and whatnot. Yeah, let me uh, tell you guys what's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big boom, uh, actually, like during Beak this past hmm. year or so. Did Crazy. they make money? Yeah, they probably sell those numbers. Yeah, but they probably lost money on their actual stocks, but they made money in their uh, Discord calls. Or yeah, not? I think, <laughs> I think that that kind of advice applies to a lot of people who have an excessive amount of money, maybe to spend. But I think the my piece of advice for it would be for what seventy five to eighty percent of the public: save your money. Yeah, boy, these gurus. <laughs> save, just... save your I... money, man. Things are not looking good. You know? When I was in crypto for the first time years ago. I used to get like a lot of friends hitting me up. Yo, what what should we do? What should this that? I'm like, look, man, just hold and pray. Uh, and then you know, every now and then I'd say something that would like come to fruition. And my buddy like, yo, I did that. I fucking made a shit ton. I'm like, how much money you made? <laughs> yo, I shit you not. I've had friends who made like two hundred grand just by like randomly following some shit. I told them like passively, and I'm like, hold on, how much you make? They're like two hundred. I'm like, I made fucking like. 2000 the fuck and then i felt down like yo this guy's following my advice to a t and making this much money why am i not doing the same thing because i'm trying to be like cautious not trying to go all in these guys are going like hold on shouldn't said black all on black i was like yo what if you fucking lost all that shit then you'd be then i stopped giving advice i'm like i'm setting people down this weird road let me just chill on random suggestions but i mean all that's all that's all that stuff's a gamble, right? I mean, it's like any gambling addict. You only hear about their wins, right? No one really talks about all their losses. Buddy, if I start telling my losses, we we can uh, look in the sad place. Let's just... <laughs> dark, <laughs> I only dark, tell people. Darkness. The darkness. It's dark, like, hello, darkness. You know what's crazy is, uh, I don't know if people know about the early crypto days. Like, not early, early. I guess 2015, 2016. Like, after the first big ups and downs. The crypto forums, like the Reddit Bitcoin forum, usually have to put the suicide hotline number saying, what? listen. No, because people would legit mortgage their fucking houses, uh, buy a shit ton, the market would tank. And this, kid you not, this is like, so when Bitcoin was $80 and it crashed, it came down to like 40 35 Suicide number came up. You just lost half your money. People were, now you look in high school, you're like, yo, who gives a fuck? right but at the time you lost half your money you're like it's never coming back up cryptos and it happens every freaking cycle then they come they rinse you again it was such a common thing that i'm like man this and at that time i wasn't losing i wasn't mortgaging my house or anything because i've never been a dumbass but (laughs) 
at the same time, it's like, why weren't you doing that now? Hindsight trading, man. And I saw like even uh, AK was doing that shit where he was like, join our Discord group. We're offering finance. I'm like, this guy, motherfucker's a YouTuber who does funny clips. Where did he get like... But I mean, in, a, in an up market, everybody's making money, right? Yeah, yeah. buy whatever. It's, 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 my, mom, it's my mom's a <laughs> in an up market. But in a yeah. bear market, that's when you really see what people who know what people they're doing. Made it. That's when I actually learned yeah. to trade. You know, so... so. I mean, but it's like any kind of, it's a pawn, everything's, a, it feels like everything's a Ponzi scheme. Everybody wants to get rich quick. Everybody, uh, everybody wants to get rich. Yeah. Everyone's a burn, everyone's getting Bernie Madoff. They just don't realize it. Right. It's just on yeah. social media now. So yes. it's a bit different. I mean, Elon uh, Musk, the king of that shit, right? Yeah. He used to pump the market with random tweets. I mean, everybody does it. Even think about it, like one of the most famous contracts in baseball. Um, well, one of the funniest contracts in baseball was cause is still being paid out today because the New York Mets trusted bernie madoff <laughs> in this game so they they guaranteed some player i forgot how much money initially over the course of i think it's still 2035 and they're going to pay him like about 1.2 million still and this is a contract that's been going on for 20 years that's amazing it, it's crazy bobby bonilla i think that's his name it's a really it's a really famous thing in baseball but uh <laughs> they just got bobby they, 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 they try to they try to play like okay we'll just pay this guy you know, we'll take this money now because we're going to make like 20% on it. And then obviously it'll fall apart. So I'll be honest, though, the amount of wealth in the Punjabi community right now is insane. I think a few people, man. I don't think it's everybody. No, no, no. no. So I think the the disparity is growing. Mm. But just judging from like some personal circles, I know. Well, look at those I, guys. I mean, those guys just donated $10 million. They're in the right? billion like, dollar you, annual, right? But I mean, um, there okay. is so there, there is levels, right? There's level. There's definitely levels. But then, like you look at Castle, Castlemore was always considered Brampton's elite, hmm. top top. They were the guys who bought the taxi plates early and cashed in, or they were willing to live in the boonies early. Um, but everyone I know still living in Castlemore, pretty wealthy, pretty well off type uh, figures. Uh, I'm. I was at one of my buddy's weddings a few weeks ago. And then just like the net worth in the halls. So, and I knew some people like, yo, that guy's a developer. That guy's a developer. That guy's a developer. Yo, that guy just closed this tech deal. And I was like, holy shit, this is mind-boggling money right now. And they're all Punjabis. Uh, and then I was at another reception a few weeks ago or a week later. And I was like, these guys are going pretty ham with like invites. were like fucking thick plastic pieces. I'm like. <laughs> like double you know, bonded paper. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like on a like a wedding invitation on acrylic, I'm like, well, that one cost them like four dollars to print. Uh, the whole India printing thing, right? So yeah, but then you start yeah. wondering, like, yo. And then Raji was telling me this the other day. He's like, yo, Punjabis have done pretty well for themselves overall. Like the trucking companies killed it. The guys who were in the trucking early two thousand trucking scene, goddamn truckers, they killed it, right? <laughs> oh, what's let's uh, let's what's rich? That's a good question, actually. What so, do you guys think is rich? A net worth of ten million up, you're rich. Mm. Net worth. Yeah. Net worth. So house, if you have, it could be in houses, it could be whatever. If it's a positive net worth, that doesn't seem like a lot anymore. That's three houses. Well, if that, you own three houses, that's yeah, that's a, three houses owned, three not houses. mortgaged, not not invested. Like you own them. Yeah, like the, the, yeah, yeah. You they're paid off. Here. They're paid off. <laughs> Even mortgage, if even if they're under mortgage, I think no, that's still pretty that's, impressive. That's where it gets confusing, right? Like you'll see those Instagram videos. The guy's like, "I got 110 doors. I'm worth 310 million." And you're like, "Yeah, you 
probably did it in a way where you could get it. I mean, you haven't paid it off. Uh, Robbie, like, smart people always use credit to their advantage, right? That, yeah. No, agreed, agreed. But I'm saying their actual net worth will be based on what they actually own, no? Right, if no. Mortgage, is a, mortgage is a debt, isn't it? No, I mean, if I yeah. have property worth X amount... Yeah, you're the residual, whatever the difference is, is your net worth. Like on a... Let me put it to you this way. If you were to consider yourself an accredited investor, the guidelines kind of just ask you like what your salary is or your combined household income. Yeah. And they ask you what your assets are, like hard assets, right? Like uh, stocks, uh, mutual funds, and real estate. They don't ask what portion of it is free and clear. If you have X amount of real estate, like valued real estate, then that's all that matters for like, you know, oh, well, okay. market security dealing. So for your net worth, I would say, yeah, if your property's X value, then mm -hmm. that's what it is. No one's... But, the idea is no one's lending like crazy high LTV, yeah. right? So it's more or less you have yeah. a bulk of the equity in it, anyways. So ten million, you guys think is the uh, that's where the I kind threshold. of threshold. That's a fair. That's a fair. I was threshold. thinking. I feel like okay. So this is how I conceptualize this in my head. If you're ten million, you're the middle class of the rich. That's messed up, man. Right, ten million, you're the middle class of the rich. Here, if here's me think. Here's me thinking a million was a big deal. Yeah. So ten million. You're no anything below ten million. You're in the mud. You're trying to wow. get out in right? the mud. In you're the, in the mud. mud. You're in the mud. Wow. Anything below a million, you're homeless. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Anything if your net worth's under a million or under, yeah, you're. That's still crazy. Struggling. You're that's still like the struggling. metric that I kind of and I don't and I say that kind of disparagingly, like holy shit. Just when I thought I got out, now there's this whole new echelon of, mm. and I'm like. And it's funny because sometimes you meet rich people and then he's kind of, it's kind of a credit that now you're socializing with more rich people. And then you're like, you're seeing the levels to this rich. Well, I mean, shit. I mean the, the, I mean, you might see as a drawback as a, you feel like, Oh, I haven't made it. But the one benefit of it, it's going to make you try harder. You know, it's set a new bar for you to achieve something else. Right. That's not the, <laughs> I the swear you would, we're inclined to do that. So I was know? thinking about this too. I'm like, you know what? I gotta. I'm like, fuck the rich, eat the rich, fuck them. We need to just tax them more and get. I was like, yeah. I was going straight NDP shit. I was like, yo, let's just socialize this whole damn planet. You tied your uh, orange bug. You gotta tie your orange yeah, bug yeah, when you yeah, say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm and like tight the, the mala. Make sure you tight the mala going up. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Part of me was also like, yo, if they all made it from, uh, and I. Part of me, I'm not saying that they, you know. There's a portion of people who are generational wealth, but a lot of the guys right now are new money and their wealth is, they just played, they made smart investments and they, you know, cascaded but, it through. I can't stand but, new money. But <laughs> but it is it is new money, right? Like the parents made an investment. But you look at what the parent was doing 20 years ago. You know, the dad was, you know, just struggling to pay his mortgage and, you know, get his kids by and worrying about but, where I mean, is. Is that still not generational wealth if you use that platform or... There had to be one hard worker. That still counts. No, no, I'm not saying it doesn't count, but, yeah. but I'm saying, and I'm not discouraging the work. I'm saying it's respectable that our community yeah. has ground up from delivering pizzas 
to getting their taxi plates to getting multiple taxi plates to maybe buying a truck and now leveraging that to buy more trucks and then running yeah. that then using that equity to run a buy a gas station buying a gas station buying another house renting it out like they've yeah. been making plays and they're making good plays and to their credit they use the real estate market and you know this is from time from the beginning of time even saying buying your house and they yeah. did that they bought their houses they've made those free and clear they bought more houses they bought land and they developed shit and it's kind of amazing because that you know our community's gone to this point where and their kids are going to inherit generational wealth and hopefully their kids aren't those. some kids are 100 percent know are going to be those and waste a big chunk of it and i hope they well, it takes it takes three generations right to wipe out <laughs> this is going to yeah, be wiped out. in wipe, some cases wipe, it's wiped in the first wipe, this wipe. kid's going to be a coke addict and it's gone right um or just like needs to go it's on so, it's like it's like when, when you hear that what's the point just spend it all yourself, man. Live your no, life. No, see, I learned the life hack now. I figured it out. If you think your kid's a complete dumbass, hmm. marry him to someone smart. Yeah. Just marry him to someone smart and hope that she keeps him in line to keep the jet the wealth going. Fair enough. Unless but, she divorces. Unless she divorces and it takes half. She's too smart. Yeah, it takes <laughs> half. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta put it in a family trust. Like, look, you don't really put own this well. You own that you're part of the family trust, and your kids will be part of the trust. Because if you divorce, I mean, there's really not half for you to take. That's, but it's crazy to think that 10 million is the new for you guys a threshold. No, like, it's not I, a threshold. That's the my, middle no, class. No, but my out now is like, yeah, if if I got five, if I was lucky enough to make five million or do that, I'm good. Like, I've, I, anything more is a bonus. Yeah. So. I'll tell you, I'll, I play the lottery when Lotto Max hits 50 mil. Yeah. Lotto Max hits 50 mil, I'll, like, All right, I'll buy a ticket. It's worth yeah. my five bucks that I know I'm yeah, probably yeah. going to lose. I, I look at Solo 649 and I see 3 million. And I was like, what the no, fuck? That ain't worth it. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what, is is what am I going to do with this pocket change? I wipe my ass with $3 million. You know? <laughs> no, but like, it's not worth it. No, what, I, what I mean is like, okay, look, if you have a house. Yeah. You, you, you have a few investments. Let's put it that way. Yeah, three, four million is not a bad exit. You can live a decent life. Not your kids, but yourself. It's enough. Like, how how stupid do we sound? We're talking about how five million is not enough money and the, the way the economy is going right now. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah, but I guess the you guys, you're the one, assumption, you're the assumption is, That's the problem with the Rolls Royce. Yeah, <laughs> the Rolls Royce uh, EV. Guys, <laughs> the presumption is though, like our parents built up their own nest egg for their retirement and some to give right. us a step up. Sure. So the presumption is that we're doing the same, not just our exit. It's our exit and uh, springboard the kids to do the same thing. So by by the time our kids are twenty five, you're thinking twenty mil will be the standard. Probably considering the way inflation is. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna give up now. It's easier that way. Just saying, yeah. I'm gonna be poor. It's fine. I can live my life, man. Hold on. Here's a question for you guys, though. How do you feel about kids who haven't worked it? So, in your cases, mm. if your parents made money, dope. But you guys are, have established yourself to be able to stand on your own two feet without that wealth. You don't need that wealth to back you up. You're able to say, "Dad, that's great that you made it. I'm well. I can do that myself right now." But what about yeah. the kids? Who are just like, yo, daddy's money, let's buy the car and let me post this shit on Instagram. How do you feel about that shit? It's 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 a two-sided thing for me. I, I can't hate them. 
because I'm not dumb, right? Like if if it was if I had the money, maybe I would do the same thing if my dad, you know, gifted me whatever I wanted. But on the other hand, there's something to be said when you attain, achieve, you know, ascertain something. Um, you think of another you, adjective to describe through, making money? Through, I'm just saying through your own success, not money, just through your own hard work, uh, knowing that you did it without, you know, the guiding, helping hand of your father or parents. Um, that feeling that you get from that is, uh, it's like a drug for me, man. Like, oh yeah, I could take money from my dad. I could do this. I could do that. But I kind of like the fact that I, I, I do it on my own, but at the same time, I'm not talking about $10 million. I don't know how I would act if I had that kind of money. But yo, check out my Ferrari, bro. I, uh, my I Ferrari, would, mine, mine. I have a different take than you, Robbie. Like, yeah. uh, I guess, I guess just perspective and uh, not to get like too long-winded. I was always told like my great-great-grandfather, for example, start the line there, stood on his father's shoulders to attain what he did Fair and enough. so on and so on and so on Fair and enough. so on. Yeah. It's your own hubris to think that you've done something yourself without any help. So, yeah. um, well, I, I don't, I now I just take like it part and parcel. Like, you know, I, I am where I'm, I'm able to be practicing law, whatnot, because the choices my parents made and what they've done. Yes. And I, I, Shinda, you're right. I am in theory able to be self-sufficient and not uh, rely on Bapu and Uda his passe. Um, but, but, but there are kids. Yeah. I'm a pilot. Right. But, uh, there are those kids that, yeah, man, they just stunt, you know, uh, instant vacations, uh, sweet yeah. rides don't have the jobs or, or the education to back up what they're spending or what their output is. So you obviously, you know, uh, Papa's great. Um, there, there's that, a daddy, that, that, might, that might be, that might be, that might be like going back to what you said earlier, that might be the generation that's going to blow. But there is a, world, th right? there's a third tier to that. There are those kids who didn't do anything in school are taking Papa's doing and actually making something out of it. There are a few of those as well. Whatever it be, real estate, whatever they might be doing, they're actually Continuing making something business. on themselves. But yeah, but going back to your point, I agree with Ranji. He says, yeah, I'm not, I'm nowhere with obviously with my, my grandfather, my dad, but I'm just saying from a, you know, a nine to five thing, you work, I work, we all work, right now, and at the end of the day, we're paid for what we do. And there is something to that, right? Mm. Hard work is what I'm getting at. I don't mean by, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just different taking a yeah, right. credit card and buying whatever you want, right? I know you guys don't like winning. I hate, but now that you brought it up, <laughs> let me sip a little bit of H2O before I go on this. <laughs> I was at I was at a reception last week, and reception halls are dope. They have a lot of little features you can get. One of the features that a lot of reception halls offer is you can buy a light engineer. You pay these guys, I think, what, a grand, two grand? Mm. Um, and they hook up into the, the the venue's lighting system. And obviously, I'm a vendor, so I was hooking up my shit, you know, getting my shit ready. I decided to, I didn't really decide to, I just, I was getting ready behind one of these lighting engineers. This lighting engineer was like, you know what? I'm trying to find a job where I really don't got to do anything and I make a shit ton of money. Uh, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, you're a fucking light engineer. You hit, that's basically what you're doing. Light engineers do shit at a bank, at a function. 
They literally, like, it's the greatest waste of money because they literally have a laptop open and they look at it as if they're doing something. But I stared at their laptop while they were working. Literally did nothing. It's all automated. The lights are already scheduled. These fuckers couldn't even put the spotlight in the right spot when they needed to out of, like, like uh, the template only that's it put here. Uh, we don't, I like, these motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. They made two grand. They're going to sit here for six hours, five hours. Literally zeros dj's work dj's at a bank at a reception good dj's they'll put in different work types of work uh the camera guys the video guys all have different varying amounts of work we were talking about muas having very little like output versus input type thing yeah no light engineers literally just sit there i i don't think they make as much as you say that, think, that's where that's where moors win no uh, but i think they make a grand like you call like you don't know? You didn't know that Mua was? I had no idea what makeup artist <laughs> meant. I always thought it was Mua. But yeah. Uh, my... Because like they always do... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a thing. It's the sound you make, right? Mua. Um, yeah, anyways. I still think they are bang for the buck. Like, they win. They're like top tier. But yeah, you're right. Light engineer is a fucking joke. Oh, you're talking about like wedding industry... It's the new because I never knew about light engineers. I knew that I think photographers don't do nothing. No, I can't say that. Uh, the amount of they're... editing that goes after in the whoa, I've worked with photographers. Whoa, time out, time out. Here's all just fine if you're editing yourself, but I know a lot of people who send outsource their editing, so they take a cut of that. You got someone working in another country doing your editing, and the files so, come back. So, that's so you're smart. literally just you're just clicking on either raw or an auto, and just pop, 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 pop. You got to get the composition. Yeah. Their hours are insane. Their hours literally doing fourteen hours, sixteen hours. So what? Huh? So I, what? I'll be so honest, just, man. I can't hear off my because I've Did seen the work get, they put they, in. Yo, they get paid like ten, what ten Gs now? Is their going rate for a I wedding? Have no idea. Is that photographer and video or? No, just a photographer. Oh, videos way more. Ten G's, brother. You don't yeah. think that's fair for a weekend of work? You're saying know, eighteen hours. Someone gave you ten hours to code for eighteen hours. You're not going to do it. Yeah, I'd code. Fuck. Oh come on. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You... <laughs> that is pretty well. It's the same. Think about what you do per day, per hour, and then be like, "All right, what do I get? All right, eighteen. How many shoots you know? is that though? Right? Like, I think they give them." Uh, engagement shoot. I've uh, never. Shoot. Every successful photographer is not struggling, and they're getting paid cash, and they're hiding it. No one's paying tax. I can just keep going, right? Wedding industry people are doing all right, right? Let's not get started on that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying they're not doing all right. I'm just saying I think the echelon of it is the lighting engineer, I, a job that I didn't know existed that I was just introduced to. How, how about an MC? Oh, that's a bit of talent. That's a bit of talent. But I despise the hiring of a professional MC. You should have enough personal connections to just be yourself. Have your people. Mind you, it's not fun. Being an MC is not fun. So there's a service I could understand you want to pay for. I just feel like you're paying someone to fake being your friend. Pretending like they know you. you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. But uh, right. so, that, so, 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 so makeup artist gets paid the most, but you need talent. You, you can't be a yeah. bad makeup artist. You could be an okay more makeup artist. That's fine. Yeah. To be the elite, you got to have some talent, and your work shows. Everyone's looking at it. I can't tell. 
your your photography video guys the video may never show up the pictures might be late they got a long time for the editing right? i feel like that generation has changed i think now we were out of the missing video guys Are we? Okay. those guys got filtered out <laughs> it's been 10 years since i got married so that's more my experience <laughs> yeah so i think that's that generation's kind of out that was early uh, on with the fancy editing stuff i think but now no, no. wait wait time decor decor makes that's a lot of waste that's a total waste decor makes a lot of money it's great business though you can't hate their hustle but yo they right. have a lot of employees like tear down set up and tear down i think they because they got to do yeah, quick turnarounds but i'm sure they get paid i don't know what the charge is but i don't know if it's one of those gigs where it's kind of like yo i should just go into decor it's easy i think there's yo, a you, bit of well, you know have yeah you know what I would actually see, like to see someone pay for extra bartenders, like actually have licensed people somehow work with the hall and get a bunch of to to ease up those lines. Like that would be I'm like all right, pay for that. I've, I've actually seen it pretty pretty. It's pretty good these days, to be honest, Robbie. If they have two bars, yeah, I've never yeah. gone. I can't remember the last time I went to a single bar reception. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean that's yeah. what I would uh, pay the money. Okay, cool. Yeah. Lighting, maybe I not like so your parties. I'm just saying, of all the gigs that I thought were easy, lighting, lighting guy hasn't made. Except he has to look busy. Like, this guy refused to, like, open it. And he literally did not know how to move the spotlight, which drove me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, brother, you have one job here and you don't know how to do it. But he could just be one individual in the industry that you just got witness to. Well, the other ones actually know their stuff. In this part awesome. of the industry, now he knows. He knows. <laughs> the yeah. I mean, for I, I openly say that I got a good... The only reason I'm doing this is, you know, it's easier than a lot of things. Um, but at the same time, to, I don't. don't I'm, himself. <laughs> but I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about, you know, I 100% know them. I can be easily replicated because it's that easy. Yeah. And I feel like every time I go to a wedding, one guy sees my shit and like, bro, that's it. And then I'm like, well, now I just created a new friggin' uh, comp. I created a competition right there. But, eh, when it dries up, it dries up. I still got a skill to fall back on. No, I, I think the effort of actually you guys going to the events, that, I mean, that is annoying. I, so there's, there's I, worth in that, you know, I appreciate the best, that. The, the best is in India, man. Like uh, my, my cousin, she got married. The, the makeup artist demanded a car. So a car came, picked up the makeup artist from her house brought her to do the makeup. And then she got to drive her back. That's amazing. Like that, that's like, man, you get an Uber XL from me. That's it. It's like, I'll send you an Uber XL. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right man moving on from good and weddings and all that stuff talking about bad weddings there i don't know if you guys heard about what happened in new york it was in new jersey or new york mandeep or was trending on twitter and on instagram uh she committed suicide after and then it really comes out that her husband was not doing the nice things you know being very violent and domestic abuse and domestic abuse isn't new in our communities it's just a topic that came back up recently because of this case then there was someone else local uh Karmjeet Sandhu, I believe it was, from Toronto. She committed suicide, same, similar situation, abusive husband, all that bad shit. Uh, I don't know if there's a question here, but go ahead. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, first of all, it's it's pretty troubling and sad. I, uh, I couldn't, admittedly, like I, I couldn't make myself watch those videos. I know what happened in a video where she, Mandeep Gaur speaks about what she had to endure just before she, you know, allegedly, well, 
apparently it was made before she just you know committed suicide um and I didn't bother watching the video of her husband attacking her. I, I do question how what the circumstances were for the camera to be there to be able to record that. Like, was it set up because she knew it was coming and she wanted to, she's like laying the foundation for her exit. Um, either way, man, um, it was troubling. It is fucked up. Every community, including ours, is pretty guilty of, you know, not really tackling this issue. Um, so it's just fucking sad and i don't know what to say other than sympathy i mean i don't know what step needs to be taken other than making things easier for women to um find help i think um uh, like i share your sentiments on that not much to say but uh yeah and we're to finding help maybe more resources uh maybe celebrating those resources not you know we in the community don't boost a lot of those agencies that uh, are available, uh, providing support, maybe doing some charitable fundraising and really getting the word out there. I mean, the other thing is, one of the things was, it, it was the whole gender, uh, the gender thing. I mean, still, yeah, blaming, yeah. still blaming women for not giving you sons. I mean, let's start there. Are we that stupid as a community that we do not know the male determines the sex of the baby? Are we still there? Um that's my that, that that's the thing that I always find taken back when 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 you hear comments. So, you know, she can't give him sons and and this kind of you, language, you know, if you will. And it's like, well, you clearly don't understand basic science. I don't know if you know? my perception is off, and you know, you guys, listeners, feel free to correct me. But I've always had a sense that our generation, uh, that's born and brought up here that is sensitive to that issue recognizes you know that we all have witnessed or know someone who's who's gone through this because it's accept very accepted you know for once upon a time um not too long ago um that it's being phased out with us and that if it's still happening here with young people it's because they're they're from just from india and, and like it was very accepted there and maybe even expected um but it's being phased out am i off or, or like Phased off. Which which top are you talking I'm about? Thinking, like, I'm thinking. I'm thinking amongst uh, my friends who are born and raised. I I played in the park with them. I grew up well married. With no, kids. Are, are, I, are I, I don't. I don't hear about it. I don't. No, are, you, are you talking? Are you, are you talking about in terms of domestic violence or domestic violence? Domestic violence. Like, I I, I, like I, I, I I think I think it's it is more. I don't think it's. I mean. To assume let's say that it's not or people aren't talking about i think it is happening but it's much more hush you know i, I don't think the, the the problem's gone away domestic violence runs rampant in every community not just ours yeah. uh you would hope with our generation uh enlightenment if you will or, or a different track of thinking that we would be able to defer what was seen as norm for our parents growing up that it was, you know, exactly. like, oh, it's not a big deal. Norm. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I, I, I still think it happens and it's still shunned. I mean, there's, there's so many different family dynamics, you know, uh, the daughter-in-law is always blamed for a lot of things. I mean, that does happen. You know, I think if, if education and more families come together and it's not this kind of like, Oh, but I need or, or there's, you know, we have an excuse culture. I don't know if you guys recognize that anything bad happens. There's an excuse. It just can't be like, no, you were wrong. And that shouldn't have been done. Uh, there's always ten other excuses for any action. Um, yeah, and I and I, I agree with you. I th would think that possibly it's getting better, but I mean, behind closed doors, who knows, right? But 
all we can really hope for is that women that are going through certain circumstances and uh, obviously dire straits are able to reach out to certain agencies. And that's where the advocacy really has to start, that they have an outlet. Um, men and women, there are, you know, there's men that go through this kind of stuff too. So, um, you know. You know, I, I, I want to just say one thing. It, it, I, I do want to say that it's not just uh, the uneducated um, mm. women who are most vulnerable in going through this. I, I was just speaking to a judge yesterday, a judge, Gordy judge, yeah, who endured this herself, and you know, she called the cops, yeah, and the cops didn't believe her. Like, she's a lawyer at the time. She's, they're like, "You're a lawyer. Like, I'm sure nothing's going wrong. This is all in your head. You're setting up your your ex, um, and it's not a big deal. And and this is like that, there's a stigma." Even yep. the police force, they're not, they weren't, and maybe they're getting better now. They weren't really equipped to deal with it either, right? So, uh, you know, she's much, she's much older, so I'm sure it's changed now. But like, I, just to touch on the point that it's not just unaparted uh, or low-educated, low-self-esteem yeah. women. Um, it's everyone, man. It's across the board. And it's just not physical. It's verbal. It's mental. It's psychological. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's across the board. But I, I think. You know, we ask what we can do. I mean, these, like I said, it's in every community. You know, we hope we have resources. We hope we have education that hopefully women can reach out to these resources. But I mean, just from our perspective, it's it the, the fact that the whole girls versus boys, I, I still am, I still can't fathom how people in India still believe that, you know, a woman in determines this, in a, this situation. It's, it's, it's people in New York. <laughs> Not in India. Yeah. 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 yeah fair I, you know, I mean, I just, it just, where does that come from? Where does does do certain religious aspects of their life to not believe that? I, I don't. It's very simple, man. You know, this is not something that's argued about, but you know, they still get blamed. So, I feel like there's a lot of stupidity in our community. If that kind of starts to change, hopefully, you know, this is a situation uh, where where the parents we're all parents. Yeah. This is where you blame the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Make them go down Main Street and let people see what 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 they did and what kind of monster there is. Anyway, so I think I think two things that you guys talked about are true. Um, one, like when it comes to girls, I don't know one guy who has had a daughter who at some point wasn't approached by someone and said, "Oh, I every guy I know who had has had a daughter would be like, "Shinde, I was so excited about you know my daughter being born." Literally within 24 hours, I was approached by someone who made this offhanded comment, and yeah. they're like, "Dude, it kills your vibe." And all of a sudden, you you're like, "What the fuck?" Are you? And then then you it comes from people that you're like, "What? Why aren't you happy? Like, where? Why are you?" And it's like some BB something. And sometimes it comes from like a random boy who's just like, "Oh, yo, that's cool," but yo, don't stress, yo. Next one, you got it. And then you're like. Hold the fuck up! That you like you realize where this. It's not just like an unbuttoned dizzy thing. There's this prevalent thing that sometimes I feel like, and then knowing that it still exists is a little bit troubling. At the same time, you try to be like, look, I understand that it exists. I'm gonna be the person who doesn't fucking make that joke, or and some guys are like, yo, yo, I'm just cracking a joke, yo. That's like there's this. So I mean, it's this weird. I mean, I I mean, having a daughter that did happen to me. Um... I had kind of chalo, it's okay. That that was the what I heard. Chalo, it's okay. And I just kind of, 
And you guys know me. I, I didn't let that person down. And that's obviously, we don't talk so much anymore. I'm not one of those guys. Um, I knew a guy who punched the guy in the face for it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair he's, enough, uh, right? I he's mean, had three daughters, and at the and he's like, "Yo, I've been going through this shit since my first daughter, and I love all." And he's like a guy who loves having daughters. He's yeah. like, I love every aspect of it. Um, and he's like, by the fourth one, some one guy said something. He's like, I didn't hesitate. I just punched him straight in the mouth, broke his nose. <laughs> and he wasn't worried about being charged. He's in like the correctional system, and the he's like, the, the older the older generation that thinking. And I, I don't know why they still assume that they think the boys are going to take care of them. But they're wishing that on us as well. Um, Honestly, God, it's the daughter-in-law that's going to take care of you, brother. That's, that's the first thing. <laughs> but, the second, but the second thing, and, and I mean, I don't look to my kids in that way. I don't need them to take care of me. Right? Like, that's the, that's the way I'm... I don't want to live with them. I don't, you know, I don't have those things that our parents had. Robbie's going to change his own diaper himself. No man, I, I this hope we're then. Then it's gonna be the nice nurse I hired. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, there's a lack of them apparently. We'll get to there soon, but money's a problem, remember. We said twenty mil, right? So yeah. money won't be an issue then. Um but I don't that needs to change. I think there's a lot of old world thought process. Our parents, some of our parents still have them, but it just it's like you know, I know a lot of me- other other cultures talk about like I want a guy to carry my my name and my you know so on and so forth. But and like you know. guys mentioned though, this isn't just a Punjabi community problem, but Punjabi community definitely has a problem, right? It's stuff that mm-hmm. we've all been around. We've all can like if I was like, "Yo, do you know anyone, uncle or something?" Who's everyone can? It's I don't think it's that foreign of a concept to a lot of people. So when I see people on Twitter or on uh, saying, "I can't believe," They still have, I'm like, yo, everyone. And one of the posts that was going viral was like, we all have this uh, Arun Jodsing in our family that we still invite out, we still socialize with, and we still say, look, man, he, you know, he's a good guy, but sometimes he gets too many drinks and he's got to work on that. It's just something he's got to work out, you know. But Bandada Dil like, he's a good guy, he's a good father, he's raising his kids, he's going to thing. And yeah, he gets tipsy, he gets a little violent. She's got to work on that. She's got to make him a better person. There's a thing with our parents' generation that was, it's on the women to reform the guys. That's their responsibility. So if your guy's hitting you, if your guy's getting pissed drunk, you're the one who's going to come out and fix him, right? It was a very common thing. And I, I know we try to say, hey, our generation at least isn't doing it. I guarantee you there's guys we're, we grew up with Worse ship bags at home, right? Like they get drunk and they'll probably like think about. Sometimes we think about it. <laughs> you guys are scuffing. Think about it though. There's guys we went to high school with. If we heard, yo, this guy abused his wife and they got divorced, you're like, yeah, that seems like it. I feel like it's to push it down like it, an old sorch of control. Control is something that people want. White people for generations have been being advised. And so it's not just a, a, a Eastern problem that's coming to the West. It's a Western problem that existed in the West. It's an Eastern problem that we've always had. And I feel like as a community, and I think this is not just Punjabi community, but in Punjabi community, we do have that thing of So if it is happening yeah. at your house, we should keep it up around it and try to resolve it within the house. But we don't really resolve it. We're just like, 
okay, that was a one-off situation. Let's just hope it doesn't happen again. And eventually... It happens again. It happens again. And again, again, and again. And there's people in power that I think sometimes we know that they've committed and done deeds, and we're not holding them accountable either. And I think that's where it gets dangerous, is we as a community get so complacent with this shit. We, 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 we have excuses for everything. So that's the one thing is. I'm hoping that comes from the Mandipur thing, and part of me is very glass of empty on this stuff, is, yeah, we're going to make some noise now, and then when it's convenient, we're going to move away from it because the likes and the impressions that our tweets or our posts on the topic don't count as much. But I do hope there's a bit more of a, yo, that shit is pretty fucked up. Let's, you know, hold some people accountable. And honestly, I think a big part of it, and I, I say this as someone speaking right now, because there's people in our community in power that we know shouldn't be. But we're not going to say their names because we're like, yo, fuck, that's a whole different thing. I don't want to go through that hassle. Let's just, like, we do lack leadership on this stuff to a certain degree. I mean, some of the, I wouldn't say complacency, but some of the excuse is because it's not in your face. That's always, you know, you always hear about stories. It's always someone thing you heard or you hear from a third person. I think with her videos, it's, it, it is going to change a lot of people. Like we said, we couldn't watch the videos. We couldn't consume it because we know what it is. I watch, right? but I watch the most morbid. I watch Ukraine videos all, all the time. I can't watch but, that. I can't watch yeah. simple like, uh, yeah, but it, but it has a different effect, right? Because you can yeah. see it now. So I think that that will kind of have a different weight in the psyche, if you will. Uh, but, you know, if it gets people talking and, and, and talking more locally and uh, hopefully other women are, are more willing to come out and speak out, I mean, in any way. And obviously we don't want to see that same eventuality be the reason for the reason any woman speaks out. Uh you know, if it gets people talking, that's a that's a good thing. Maybe that's the start, right? So, it doesn't right. matter if it's every few years. Keep going. So here's so. a question I pose to you guys: You know of someone? Say you know someone who's doing some shit, or you hear rumors of it. Do you approach it, or you're just like, "Yo, It's better I don't get involved. Like, how do we change ourselves? Then, if it's something that comes within our first hand, like, so I mean, if there's a lot of women that actually end up going to the ER for domestic yeah. abuse. Yep. Yeah. My, and, then, and, 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 and so many stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of those couples end up in court. That's where you, those, you have to support those people. There's no question, but I mean, we hear those stories. Oh, there he's in a court case for domestic abuse. He beat the shit out of him. X, Y, and we don't say nothing. That's, that's, that should be the start of the conversation, right? That people don't get off in our community when they've done something like that. Yeah. Um, but to come and call out, you know, when you on, on, on what's the word hearsay? Is that the word you would use, Ranjit? Of someone else saying like something? Else. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard that's that's a hard path to. Yeah, you know, you know. but let me, uh, Robbie, you're right. If it's hearsay, it's like I think I heard. Yeah. That this guy does this to his his wife. Yeah, you know, you if if it's a friend, I'll just put in a scenario. It's a friend who's allegedly the abuser. You know, just because of the history, you probably give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. When his partner, the wife, actually says, "Yo, bro, your your bro did this to me." 
That's when you have that talk with your friend and say, your wife said this, what happened? If he admits he did it, you say, look, I'm going to break your legs next time you do this. Leave her. But what if it's like that, yo, Leave yo, her. it's not even like that. Yo, you know how she Leave gets, her. she Leave gets her. that way. Have a divorce, separate, maybe get counseling. Whatever you fucking need to do. And when you're ready, you get back together. If you hear about it, bro, I'm going to break your legs. We're not friends anymore. And that's the reaction you got to have. But I all like when I think about it, I'm like, yo, I know what the, I know what that conversation sounds like from his side already. Yo, bro, I got to look. She, you know how she gets. She got on my case. I'm already stressed. I had a little bit of drinks in me. And I should I didn't even do it that hard. Yo, legit. I just try to push her away. And then she tripped. And yeah. <laughs> was that Chris? Was it Chris Rock? Who's like, I'll never hit a woman. But I sure as hell shake her. I shake the shit out of her. Like that, there, there's a there's a fine line, like couples pushing each other here and there, a frustration. Look, like, if, if, if the guy's if the guy's making an excuse, you just call him out on it. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you can do that shit. There's no there's no ifs and buts. Don't touch a woman. Yeah. Mm. The, exactly. Don't do the don't do don't do the Punjabi thing. <laughs> just be like, yeah. no, bro. there's yeah. a line to it. That's it. End of story. That's how you change, right? Because I so. I remember there was there's I, I mean, mean there's think of obvious... it, put it, put it, I would say put it in this context, right? Someone hits a kid. Someone touches a kid. There's no ifs and buts. I don't want to hear your excuse. I want to kill you. Right? So, you know, on certain things, we are very... Um... See, this is where I think we got to get a little technical. Because <clears throat> touching a kid, bakarigala. That That's, you know, sexually abusing. There's really no... That's a hard black and white line. There's, like, you hear about that. If you're at a gordora and a guy just smacks a kid... <laughs> no, you call him out on it. I see. Nah, man. So I was one of those kids. I got a random tupper at a good door. I'm thought about now. If some baba touched my kid, I'd deck the hell out of him. I wouldn't yeah, even think twice. My kid deserved it. I don't know. No, no. it's not his right. That's not his child. What if I? What if? What if your kids are just playing? Have a play date at someone's house, and they did something. I, they got smacked the hell out, or they did something. No, no. A smack the hell out's a different thing. Smack the hell out in furzies, dude. But if they got a tupper what, for being an what, idiot, what if Pandal be tupper was like? No. Ain't, no, ain't nobody Will Smith, okay? Punjabis <laughs> give tuppers, it's proper. No, no, there's a Punjabi tupper and there's a Punjabi beatdown. There's two different things there. Oh, hey, look. Yo, if, my kid, if my kid around was at a birthday party and I wasn't there and he went around kicking everybody in the balls and somebody's parent went home and smacked him like, you can't kick kids in the balls, they go, all right, that's fair. So you, <laughs> yeah. so you, so you would be okay if your, his teacher kicked him and kicked him? Or the teacher smacked him upside the head say, well, that's what your kid was doing. Let me bring the cane out as well. See, I'm not against no, that I'm, to some yeah, degree. Like, I'm, I'm against the cane. I'm against no, the, the, cane. The, the, the belt's okay, right? No, no belt. Like, no, no. No, not, either you're for it. There's no gray area, no right? There is. There, there has I, to I, be. I never, I never got, I, I don't know what the belt is. I, I got the Wait, what's the beard at the Gordora? I never grew up to. I am picturing your children who are only two. Mine's two. What's yours? Randy? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, so in my mindset, when you guys are talking, that's what I'm picturing. Is someone smacking the hell out of a two-year-old. No, that's but wrong. See, this is where you're, you're, you're poisoning the well by saying smacking the hell out of versus smacking. If my kid is going around spitting on people at the Gordora and some baba's like, ah, and... A stern uh, talking to is fine. It, Rob, fine. Yeah, Robbie, like, in, in two reviews, like, I'm doing something on video, so tune on YouTube, like, you're sick. No, no, I, I'm talking more like... I'm talking about, like, yeah, Rick James, five finger to the face. Oh, kinda. Oh, the, back, the back of the head. What are you doing, kid? 
Like no, stop. Back of the that, head. That's not a slap. That's, that's so not a slap. Now, that's a, in Punjabi, you know what I'm talking about, a thupper. No one gives a thupper like that. Gitchi marna. What was it? You know what I when I mean thupper, I mean thupper. So even even this just fucking. All right, we really need to start check the PSI on some of these hits, right? Just to check the pressure and like yeah, yeah, slap yeah. velocity. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. Saying, I want to. I'm gonna send Robbie to therapy. Yo, shouldn't hook it up. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Look, the worst I, I, I got. I, I, I got smacked at the gutter for <laughs> some shit. Purpose. Nothing I've works. Never, I've never taken it to. In high school, like, yeah, I probably deserved that. That shit was fucked up. So I, I didn't deserve it, and I remember it. I was just around some kids. I, uh, I just stuck it was in Malton, and, and I got guys, it. <laughs> you guys all remember Paulo, and whoever went to Malton, probably remembers the Lungaria, the old Baba that used to walk around chasing all the kids. It was him. I can't remember how old he was, but I never thought of it anything until now. I'm like, man, that wasn't right. You know, yeah, our parents would have let it pass. They're like, yo, it's whatever. We wouldn't I, let it pass. I guarantee I think, you guys wouldn't let it pass. I think I would. I, honestly, to God, I think I would. No. I if, think... Your kids, if your kid's crying their eyes out, uh, and, and you know they've been distraught by this. If they didn't get a concussion, it wasn't hard enough, and it's fine. That's the... if they didn't draw blood, and there's no concussion. Good luck to no you. Mark. <laughs> good luck to fine. your. Good luck to explain this to your wives, respective wives. That's fine. Yeah, she'd no, have she'd to be understand. It. She'd be against it. Yeah, but she'd yeah. have to understand. Luck. On... Yeah, it's like a big game. Like a big game till your wives get involved. No, I would just disagree <laughs> and pull my foot down. Oh yeah. Boom. <laughs> Listen, you're wrong on this, Gordoric, Heji, Yeah, as long as not a concussion, we're okay. Smacked me so hard. He smacked me so hard. He smacked the sicky out of me. Did did you you're, did you have a concussion? Did you have a headache for a week after? I don't remember. I could have. Look, it, what's, what's hard this thing? It takes a village, so it's like it takes a village. Gotta, yeah, the community's raising the kid. We need Gordora. It's we need that community. And there goes Ranji. He yeah, got smacked the hell out of this conversation. Yeah, it's uh, Camille Grounds. It's uh, it's totally fair. <laughs> All right, moving on. Community moving on. smackings. We've seen uh, Patrick Brown, him and Gopi are going one v one. Patrick Brown. I just, I just want to circle back to one topic that we just skipped over. Okay, I just quickly want to touch on this USA uh, border patrol thing. And I just, oh. I just, oh, yeah, just, go for it. Go for it first. I, I just want to rant on it. Just a quick second. Okay. Um, I don't know a lot. I do know that, you know, a bunch of six were detained crossing the border, presumably from Mexico into Arizona. And uh, the vegetarian ones have not been getting vegetarian food. They, they survived like days on days on days on crackers and water. And they've had their bugs removed. Um, you know, fucked up, blah, 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 for sure. This is fucking despicable for every American sick, every American sick, uh, you know, rights, body, advocacy group. This is fucking basty and under on your face. I, I just thought to myself, reading, I was like, what year are we in? I mean, John Tory kicked out security officers uh, for having Dari and look at the uproar that was caused and how quickly that was reversed. Okay. We are, have established ourselves as a strong lobby group. And now I'm thinking the states, 
American this is way more richer than us. Way more richer. Okay. 50 mil. 50 yeah, mil. That, that's a fuck. You, you only have 10 million? Like, <laughs> where's your helicopter? How you can't even fly private with that, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so, yeah, you know, and their adv- advocacy groups, my understanding, to my knowledge, they're way better funded than ours. They don't need to have volunteer sick fucking lawyers. They could hire, you know, uh, Manhattan lawyers to fucking push their cause and top pay top dollar and fucking get that shit done. So where the fuck? Like, just it's just a shame on every American sick that is in that space where they're pushing for rights um, for people that this happened. This is on this is on you. You uh, you suck at whatever the fuck you're doing. We um, figure out your shit and get better at it. Um, you know, come up here, call whoever the fuck you want, take a lunch, uh, have a sit down. But you suck at um, at what you're doing. Figure it out. And so I agree with that. With the the analysis of the organizations, that I mean, this is kind of on them, but. I'm not going to play devil advocates. Advocates a bad word here, but um, this is the same agency I might have believed that was putting the kids in cages and separating the kids from their parents from their kids, right? And the world really didn't care. Um, am I right to assume that most of these guys are getting caught at the border trying to cross illegally? Yeah, probably, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, that's 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 kind of. In America, they're you know through their psyche, they see it in a different light. Um, I Literally. don't know. I I don't I don't know the human rights if they follow any kind of uh, amnesty uh, international guidelines and, and these things. I mean, that's they do. what we they have do. do. They do they? Okay. Yeah. I mean, then then uh, it's appalling. I'm not I'm not agreeing with them. I'm just saying. I mean, that's probably the American psyche why the, there's not such an outcry because it's a border issue. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's sad to see. It, this is on the the Sikh organizations that really haven't uh, Sikh organizations that really haven't uh, stepped up yeah. or are and not raising awareness or you know. You snip what I said and you fucking tag every group that you know, and I will take whatever heat. But yep, dude, yep. they suck. Like, what what is it? Like, I I think I only know one Sikh coalition, right? Is that the one? That's their um, big uh, advocacy group that yeah, takes on like, most illegal challenges. So. You know, my understanding is converted WSO. They're fucking way well funded. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's other groups. Um, even on the West Coast, like Arizona, the West Coast, you know, close to Cali. Um, I'm There's a huge cohort of, of six and six lawyers out there who've done well for themselves. Why the fuck are you not all over this? As, as a member you know, of your profession, I'm fucking shocked that you're not in there doing pro bono work, making sure that these people detained um, are their rights are, are, you know, aren't being enforced. They, they, they have basic human rights that they're entitled to. Why the fuck are you not there? Uh, okay. So I'm going to quickly just give my quick two cents on it. I don't know if it's fair yet to shit on the sick organizations there. Cause maybe they were caught off when like, what the fuck, what's going on? What? You know, like America's a big place. In Canada, we get caught off guard by small things all the time. We're able to react quickly because we established ourselves politically enough. Uh, and in these different groups that we know who to call now. 
for a while we didn't know who the fuck to call to like that's why John Tory shit got corrected so quick. We knew exactly which numbers to dial, which politicians they knew who to call to get this stuff like quickly addressed and uh, handled. Maybe Americans just aren't that established yet because they haven't had that level. But oh, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure that this thing didn't wasn't on their radar for years, and they just haven't acted. You know, okay. Okay. I feel like maybe so they I'm, just I'm, haven't I'm, had the time to react to it. I or just I one I once said I was just reading an article here. It's it's the ACL uh, ACLU. ACLU. Yes. They're the main ones writing letters to the uh, border patrol. So yeah, maybe there's no, there's, maybe there's no state group. But maybe the group. maybe the state groups are working with the ACLU. That could be a possibility, okay. so, right? Shinde, going back to your point, Canada, U.S. Have we, have six been in Canada longer than the U.S.? Like U.S., they've been there since uh, almost longer, I think, or maybe yes. same time. Okay, so they've been there longer. Okay, so I know at least about Stockton. I don't know they, elsewhere. They, they've, they've been there longer. Okay, thank you. Uh, are we richer than them? No, they're definitely. I mean, okay. They got are built, are, are they six got... in Canada more well educated than six in America? No, they're more educated there for okay. sure. Have six in Canada uh, reached higher professional echelons than six Americans? Uh, debatable. We've gotten some pretty high ups. Uh, we're professors, lawyers, doctors, the traditional, you know, uh, money makers, influence shakers. They have they hit that. Professors, yeah, even. yeah, yeah, they hit that. They've hit all that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, journalists as well. So why the fuck can't they figure it out? But those aren't the people in Canada pushing a lot of this stuff either. It's yes, honestly the grassroots sick orgs that are pushing for things, and then we got people organizing the right people. Thank you. Thank so you. like, you're just proving my point. It's the grassroots organizations who reach out to these people, who exert their influence and power and control and money. To the fucking but, politicians. But, but I'm just saying maybe it I is about... I can't even say there, there aren't any DC politicians in India. Sorry, in, in the USA. There, there's tons. But, but there's I mean, tons. the probe, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, the probe that's been started now due to the ACLU being on it, maybe the ACLU was approached by some of these organizations and they, the ACLU has a lot more power. Maybe that's the way they did it. That's what I'm saying. Right? All I'm saying. I'm it's, not, the AC, I'm not... it's, it's the ACLU taking the lead and when they, they're the biggest organization, aren't they? Look, civil, all I'm saying civil is... Liberties. Look... <sighs> All that aside, we have freaking Quebec that we, we're still trying to tackle, right? With all our politicians and all our power, and we're just like, we still got Bill C-21 against us. Um, so I'm, talking I'm about not... The I'm, most look, basic, basic human right, prison of a war is, you know... No, no, okay, so I, I get that. Hey, I just I'm, not, I'm not talking about a sophisticated argument are, who can work where. I'm just wondering if they haven't had their time to really just get that engine going and even if their engine is going that maybe it is working why the fuck hasn't this already been dealt with that when you have a sick inmate prisoner immigrant foreign national that oh. this is the basic decorum that you have to adhere to they have Kapanna, they have Kare, they have case they have understara they have this oh, diet. so the, the 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 issue was obviously with the turbans are we more concerned with the food or does it start both. I think for me, oh, the Dastan... Is, is, is it equal? Okay. Like, oh, like I'm, just does, asking. I'm just asking. If they were to remove the Dastan, you'd be like, okay, does it surprise me that, oh, yo, they didn't keep proper Sathkar the Dastan, they just tossed in the garbage? You know what? That shit kind of happens here, too. Like, at the airport, the number of six who let leave their Karpana at the security desk and it goes into uh thing. Because I've dealt with calls from security saying, yo, we got a basket full of Karpana here. And because we've had sick security guards confiscating them having some respect for them they're like yo we didn't toss them in the garbage but yo 
you know, my supervisor told me to toss it. Can I just like go to the gurdwara and just give it to the gurdwara or yo can and I've gone and I've grabbed like a bag and full of gurdwana and then I just took to the gurdwara like yo just keep this in your library. Um, there's so if it were to happen in places where people didn't have that sitkar, yeah, it's does it anger me? Yeah, but it's kind of like yo I don't expect this guy to know that or have that kind of respect sometimes. Um, I do want them to do better. I just don't know if we're jumping on the sick orgs for not acting too yo. early. And to, you know, circling back to your point, Robbie, if it is ACLU, you know, that was nudged to take care of this, like, no, I mean, at what point do you hide behind ACLU? Oh. You, you have to show So, your so, so I think, I think what you're saying yeah, is this, you, you this want... This is the opportunity, you, if, if I think, at the very I, least... I think you want, what you're asking for is more of a public outcry from those organizations, really highlighting and cementing the fact of the wrongdoing that's been done, yeah. where it kind of appears a little bit silent, and I think that's what you're the angle you're taking. I, I can agree to that. You know, it should 100%. be all over Twitter. Uh, my, 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 if I could take the conversation and maybe in a different direction, um, these gentlemen are seeking asylum. Should Punjabis be doing this? This illegal entry into, uh, I mean, you know, I think through, all of us got in Canada. I'm not saying right or wrong now with so many routes available and, and how dangerous it can be to do something like that you know you know is there an obsession with leaving punjab and and uh, you know by any means necessary is there i thought this i thought the student thing was like you know you it's kind of guaranteed you just it's easy now you don't got to take all these like reckless you know people who used to go from pakistan to germany to you know all these other routes that they used to take i just thought the student thing has opened up the world to everybody like that's a whole other topic and issue fine you know let's just say uh for this for sake of the conversation i agree with you they shouldn't take you know take the asylum room they get detained get treated as fucking human beings oh for sure that, i mean that, that that's that's irrespective i agree with you there I'm, I'm just for the sake of conversation saying you know i'm, I'm shocked when i hear about punjabis still taking that route and, and going through uh you know what you know, I guess most South Americans are trying to get into the U.S. from the South uh, and the treacherous environments that they go through. I'm shocked that Punjabis take that route. That's just, that's just, just my feeling. I just want to that Mexico is technically part of North America, not South America. Well, I know I'm saying South Americans from Ecuador and, and or Central America, I guess you would say. I feel like e you e e No Ecuadorians. You know, the, what was that trail of people that were coming for asylum? Yeah. Uh, the, the, that's what I'm, I'm not talking about Mexicans. That's what you're getting, Ashenda. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, knows, like... He goes there every other week for. Hundred percent. Hola. I mean, yeah. Do I want it to see this resolved? Yes. Am I holding sick orgs there more accountable? I don't think they've expired. Showed me. I don't think they've showed me the, to be incompetent enough yet to be like, yo, what the fuck? I think the part of what we're hearing, we're hearing this from, because this was probably shared through their networks to. A bunch of six that it even got that thing right it didn't just magically show up and oh six in america did share this that's why it came on our radar so people did raise some noise that's why I mean, we learned about it remember a lot of, a lot of the six there were republicans yeah, you've had I mean, you've had a bunch of people standing up at trump rallies and uh talking about anti-immigration so you're gonna they're not gonna defend people coming in like that's just this i'm saying the psyche so messed up but you know i think ranji you're probably cutting canadian organizations a bit short 
I think maybe it's showing our strength more than theirs. You know, maybe we are stronger in that regard. Maybe we are more vocal, uh, more organized. Uh, they might have more money in our education, but, uh, you know, I think our organizations do a better job at uh, getting on top of that soapbox and letting the world know. So, Look, I'd be you doing know. a disservice by not saying if you do think sick orgs in Canada are doing a better service and you agree and you're listening to this, WSO gets zero real public funding. Mm. Hit them up, man. Honest to God, yeah. these guys legit Yo, are running on a shoestring budget of volunteers Thank who you. are happy to, but they need funding. They desperately need funding. And even without funding, we've been doing wonders, but you know, funding helps. It helps feed the people working. Yeah, so, so so to the, all these subway gas station orgs in the U.S., yeah, you guys should fund WSO too. They'll probably do the job of the American orgs, uh, you know, for them. Um, and yeah, I'm going to hold them 100% accountable. I can't imagine uh, some Jewish dude or some group of Jewish guys and their kippahs being taken away along with their Torahs and being fed non-kosher meals while being held uh, in detainment. And, uh, you know, the Jewish advocacy groups running to the ACLU. The ACLU be part of it. Of course, every fucking group, CNN, Fox News, everybody would be talking about it. Everybody would know that, oh, this is like, uh, we have, what, WGA, something like that here. I think America, Jewish something is what they have in the States. They would all be having them uh, interviewed and and their lawyers would be doing the talking and carrying the narrative um they wouldn't be begging people to promote it uh you know outside their community they'd have their own people doing it um i i i don't know why they're they're so far behind it makes absolutely no sense it's mind-boggling um yeah just step it up I would love to be proven wrong. I would love in five years from now to say, hey, fuck, like they got it made. Do it. That's the country to do it. And you're the biggest fucking, you know, uh, influential country there is out there. Um, show us the ropes. That, that's how it should have been done. It, it, the reverse is fucking mind boggling. All I'm saying is on that note, if United Six were to start a fundraiser, be a little careful because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always said these guys. Let's start a GoFundMe page right now. <laughs> they don't have the greatest uh, track record sometimes when it comes to delivering funds that they've raised. So I'm gonna put that out there that they need to do better there too. Uh, where are we at? Yo, we're at an hour and ten minutes. Let's quickly touch on a few more things. Uh, nurses, more hospitals did get shut down. Oh, it is a big deal, eh, boys? I wasn't just I mean, look, I feel like we need to get these nurses back at work, tell them to shut their vacations down, let's get this going, like, stop shutting these hospitals down to prove a political point, you know? I mean, I, you know, if, if they're part of a union, I think you should be talking to the union. No, yeah, talking to uh, nurses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, they are being asked to... I, they're being asked as they're going home from their 12-hour shift to come back and work longer. They're being asked to take care of patients in hallways where they don't have the materials and, and, and tools and resources that they need that they would have in a room to take care of these people. So what they're doing is they're, you know, um, being asked to risk their license to do this hallway health care. Um, when 
they are not being appreciated and paid for what they have to do. And, you know, we, we're shitting on them for... For being lazy, get for, to for, work. For being lazy, yeah, for being, for being lazy. You know, that's the perspective or the narrative that Shinda's running. Uh, I'm curious just what your wife thinks about that. Um, I'm sure she'll put you online. Y'all really trying to get me in trouble today on this podcast. I feel yeah. like, lucky that's for a, me, my wife doesn't be. listen to this, and I don't know why you guys are encouraging her to. Um, look, I'm not trying to say nurses suck. I'm just saying, yeah, is there a problem? Sure. But I feel like there's some political games happening because their contracts are up for renewal soon, so let's create some narratives that really oh, help. There's oh. legit... Shinda, you know as many nurses I do speak to any of them that are in that environment. I know a lot of nurses who say they are burned. No, they are, and they said, "I think I chose the wrong career path." Yeah, because they have no support, no help whatsoever. I think just hire more. Hire more. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to pay. You don't have to pay more. Just Just hire hire more. more. I think I'm in favor of that. I think we okay solutions. Shinda's pragmatic. I should be a politician. This is what we got to do for boys. We're running out and we don't have enough nurses graduating the programs. Let's find nurses with foreign credentials who meet, come from good enough places that would have, you know, they're decent nurses. Let's get them in the hospitals working. Um, and then let's. And, that, and that's where I think the feds have dropped the ball. Like, I mean, every, but at every the province is bad healthcare. Like the provinces are idiots. But and you're, 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 you're but the feds saying that... fucked up on that and that's and too. They, they have the solution uh, on the immigration front to fast track nurses and healthcare professionals to come to Canada. Yeah, but the, the, the problem with what you guys are saying and you're saying there's not enough nurses, some of the nurse, there probably might be a lot of registered nurses. They just don't want to work for the pay that's being given. Right? So what you're saying is, well, I know there's plenty of nurses willing to move to Canada if they, and take the yeah, pay they get. But then, but then you're also, then you're going to talk about regulations and the ability of certain nurses and passing boards and, and, and standard of care. I mean, there's a lot of other things. It's not easy as saying green light, let's go. Um, you know, I, a lot I, of I, liberal excuses coming out of Robbie right now. No, I, I think the tier system, like for me, the tier system, you're going to have the nurses you need, pay them. There's just, there's, there's people that are essential, pay them. And there's other people that get paid because of a union, hire more of them. You know, I, I mean, it's not it's not an easy solution, but the Dougler, so, Dougler needs to say something. So, Robbie, let me, let me put it this way. If there is some sort of shortage of, you know, doctors and they needed mm-hmm. you in mm-hmm. the hospital, uh, in the hospital um, where you're not going to get support, uh, you're going to be working like 10 patients at once, critical care, urgent care um, in the hallway. Uh, and for a pay boost, but where you're likely to, you know, just out of rush, uh, make a mistake and be negligent yep. and risk your license. Is risking your license for a, a shift of double pay worth it for you? No. I, 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 once again, I said hire more nurses. I mean, the whole structure the whole structure needs to be blown up, right? Then if you look at the admin and, and the way everything's structured, these are not the best people to organize. I mean, there has to be said, like, there are hospitals that work in the world, right? Our problem is that we're publicly funded. So we always go back to that, oh, we don't have enough money. Fund it. Simple. I mean, there's no, we don't want to pay for it. And and this is the thing. And then if you say, well, let's do a copay every time you go to hospital, everybody throws up their arms. Oh, well, we paid for parking already. 
We need money. You want the real solution? The feds can say whatever they want. You can hire I mean, nurses. We need money. And when you have money, you can fund any program you want to. You can get better standard of care. You can remember it's all that free. sounds a lot like let's just raise taxes. But if you don't want that, then let's do copay. Then then you get the people screaming about oh this privatized healthcare. Harder, like why is so and so programming money and not the why are we spending oh, money on policing? Oh, oh we, we, we want everything. We just don't want to pay for it, right? That's the, this is the truth of Ontario, right? So do I think nurses deserve more? Yes. Do I think they need more ner more nurses? Yes. Does there we need more beds in hospitals? Yes. I mean the answer is yes. All across all fronts. So the let's question just do is, as what, the dollar what, said, what, get her done. Let's see, it gets it done exactly right. But I mean, point is, I pointed this out a week ago, and I'm right. So listen to me. What do What do you write about? That we need more nurses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that this hospital thing was a big deal. It's a big deal. Listen, there's a collapse. This, Look, man, whatever is going September, on September, people are going to go back to work. Their vacations are going to end. We're going to be fine. This isn't that COVID crisis where everyone's just sick. This is. A few uh, more this, interest. This is going to be snipped out. A this few more. Snipped, a, a few more interest break hikes. A few more job losses. Nurses will be working double shifts, man. <laughs> Every at the end of the day, everyone needs money. There are going to be people willing to work. Hire more. Pay them better. Fix the system. You know, nurses should really appreciate what they do. They are valued in our society. We do need to show them that. Uh, the hospital needs to show them that by the the, the their work conditions. And if you're a nurse, if you hate going to work, I mean that's that's awful, man. Because that's going to show up in your care, right? If you if you absolutely hate what you do, um, so I think that mindset needs to be changed. And that's all healthcare, right? Yeah, but let's let's uh, cap your raises. But everybody else, all the other no, no, I, I dis I disagree with it. I, that's I, I, bad. You know, I, I, you know, I, is I swear to God, Reggie's vying for something. Maybe he wants to go on a trip. Maybe he wants something. He's trying to get that clip that he can share those with yeah. his wife. Like, look, yeah, yeah I did it. I said this personal interest, right? Uh, I, I guess I'm really questioning his motives on this uh, topic right now. There are look, there's certain public sectors that have been getting raises. The public sector, like, look how much consultants make. You know, look at that IT guy who just stole twelve million dollars. And like, our government, the systems are broken. We need to really analyze healthcare. And uh, just, just personally, I had someone in immediate family at Brampton Civic for a week in the hallway. Mm -hmm. A week. A week. Oh, no, uh, Thursday to Monday. Thursday to Monday. But once again, who do you approach? That it should be the Ministry of Health. The Ministry. The Ministry of Health. And then, essentially, who is the the the, the Minister of Health? And then you go to the premier. So they're all quiet. They're on vacation, man. Vacation season's gonna end soon. They're gonna be back to work in this season. They're gonna get her done. Even even if, if that's the case, it should be better. It should never get to this point. This is an emergency session kind of shit. I don't know. This what are they is... gonna what are they Look, gonna do? They just spent two years under emergency session. Give them a break. Let them they'll get oh, they back didn't. to it. They took their breaks. They they were pretty normal. I mean, get her done. Get her done. All right. Quickly moving on because we've hit way past our time that, that we wanted. Uh, bonded of the week. You know, fuck. If you beat your wife, you're a bonded that deserves to get smacked. Uh, I don't have like a particular bonded. But we do have some uh, goats of the week, legends of the week. The Punjabi diaspora representing canada and i guess even the world who was at we're at the commonwealth games and came back with medals uh shout out to our boy bick gill 
he was on the three on three basketball team that came in third. Uh, you know, six beard sing, follow him up on Instagram, wherever he was. He, he did an episode with us once upon a time, long time ago when he was uh, in the NCAA. So it's great to see him do. There was another great story that came out in the wrestling category. The four winners, one gold, one bronze, one silver, and two bronze who tied. All Punjabis. Yeah. I'm from across the world. Of, uh, of Kalsa Wrestling in BC. Yeah, that was sick. Canada with the gold. And then, yeah, man, uh, a Punjabi guy from uh, from Pakistan. I'm going to give everybody's name a mention because they deserve it. Uh, Zaman Anwar, uh, Madhir Kooner from England, and Mohit Garel from India. Fucking heavyweights, 125 kilo uh, class. They fucking killed him, man. Big ups, all Punjabis. Yo, is this like a sign, like a buddy itself is a winner maker? Like, guarantee these guys came from... The Kimpelwan yeah. families wrestling, Roman Greco wrestling style, like, and they probably all play kabaddi. But they and no. they probably all participate in some sort of kabaddi tournaments too. No, no? I, I don't think so. I think they just did Greco Roman kushti hmm. and wrestling. Um, I think that's all they did, man. And and it's in our blood, man. I think we've been doing it ever since Sikandar hit India. You know, Alexander the Great. So a couple thousand years. Uh, that quote from Mike Tyson where he's like, no, you're not Alexander. I'm Alexander. That shit comes to mind, that little clip. I don't know why he said Alexander I've... like that. Um, you ever heard that? No. I don't know. I'm you, laughing. I know I'm you oh, man, I gotta play. You, Robbie, you didn't hear this? I, I haven't heard it like the way you impersonated, but yes, I, I have heard of that. Yeah. All right, whatever. But yo, respect to these guys holding it down. I think it's great to see Punjabis showing that it's, you know, wrestling is still out there. And yo, one of our boys, another one of our boys, he won. Uh, I don't know what medal he won. He won a medal at like the police games not too long ago. So, shout out to Mister Ninja. I was gonna make a donut joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right. On that note, man. Uh, yo. Any final thoughts? We might Peace. hopefully get to the topics that we missed out, but yo. Continue to hit that like button if you listen to us on YouTube. Subscribe. Encourage people to subscribe because those metrics matter. Comment. Honestly, comment saying good. G-U-D. If you got this part of the podcast and you listen to us on YouTube, just type good. Because that'll encourage YouTube to share our shit with other people. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Bye-bye.